All right, hello everyone, and welcome to Dominate Day 2. Day, that's with a 2. I'm Ralph. I'm Zach. And we are so happy that you are here with us, listening on this, well, it's Minnesota for us, and it's cold. Super Bowl Sunday. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Happy Super Bowl Sunday, Zach. Thank you. Although Uh, we don't talk about football on this podcast. We don't. I've got another one for that. Yeah, we don't. Um, But Super Bowl Sunday is a sad day for me, because football is over yeah it's true but the draft is right around the corner right yeah so you know you don't have to wait for that long um it's also an exciting day because my lovely lady got gave me my valentine's day gift early because she says hey you can use this before valentine's day and it is a microphone for recording podcasts yeah our podcast Trips Right with Ralph and Dave that we record, we'll be recording in a few days. Yeah. And I did some tests before that, and it seems like it sounds pretty good. Well, we'll have to wait and We're see. We're going to find out. Listeners say. Um, Claire's very concerned it's going to stop working halfway through, and we're going to have, like, our topic is, and then blank yeah. after that. Yeah. But and I, then I we think we go it's, through 45 minutes of silence. 45 minutes of silence um, if for the people that are listening. But I think it'll, I think it'll work fine. Yeah. And I am very excited about our topic today. Also, let me just it's fresh backtrack. In my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one is always in my mind, though. Let's backtrack just a moment. Claire, um, for those who don't know, Claire does not know how to hold off on gifts either. <laughs> like this could have, you know, this could be for Ralph's birthday in the summer, and she would get it, and it, she would have given it at the same time. It's true. She she'll she'll buy a gift. She won't be able to help herself. She'll give it to you. Then she'll feel bad there isn't a gift for the actual day, so she'll get you another one. But that one will be early. And so it's really just like a series of gifts. She also doesn't want to have to wait to open her own gifts. Yeah. I think she'd be okay with us talking about this because it's part of who she is. Yeah. Her love language is gift giving, it seems Uh, like. Yeah, there you go. And, And she and my brother, they can bond over this because my brother's the same way. Oh. Of course, he'd prefer to just give cash and not even think about the yeah, gift, but yeah. you know, we can, there, there yeah. we are. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so some feedback from last feedback. week. Feedback. Um, my coworker Claire wanted, you know, she. Shout out! Shout out! Um, she felt that the point of the rug is to catch the water. Now, this goes along with. Oh, the ba- that, in the bathroom. Yeah, Molly okay. and Krista, my other coworkers, also. I have a lot of coworker. We have a lot of coworker mm-hmm. support on my side. Mm-hmm. Um, they talked about having the proper rug. We'll have to figure out the creaky chair. We might need some WD-40. Um, <laughs> one of these days. One of these days. And so, the new microphone's for sure picking it up. Yeah. So the uh, <laughs> the proper rug, right? There's a there's a bath mat, and then there's like a bathroom rug. Mm. So you need to have this two different things, I guess. And the bath mat or the shower mat um, is what you're supposed to step onto, and then you lift, you pick it up, and it dries while you're doing your whatever day-to-day stuff so two separate things is what i learned about so one is for when you enter the bathroom like let's say just to wash your hands well, so yeah you your have rug's nice just there cushiony f- feeling under your feet but then there's one that you put down specifically to catch the water after your shower i guess so the same idea of my towel when i'm done a lot I throw of feedback about your towel they did not like they that. didn't like my towel going to the ground yeah well if you know me you know i'm a very clean person yeah. so i really don't think it's an issue right yeah i'm, I'm not too worried about it because i keep my bathroom floor clean that's the other thing like right um, there will be comments about that i'm sure yeah yep yeah. uh claire also felt it was too long for the christmas tree she too thinks it's she's more the- on my side less is more uh 
you know, December. Six weeks is too long. December to the end of Christmas, essentially. Uh, I would go zero. You would go more. So she's kind of in the middle there. Mm. Um, And then she wants you to um, sing more, and I'll do my best to have you laugh more. Those were her. <laughs> she wants who to sing more? You to sing more. She wants sp- me to yeah. sing more? Yeah. Well, for those of you that don't know, he was in an acapella group. So I was in an acapella group, but have I sung on this podcast? I, don't, I think we maybe had some... What did know, I sing to? I don't remember. We were singing last time. I don't time. remember and what it, I had for breakfast. Yeah, so. same. Yeah. And I should anyway. laugh more. Yeah. Is That's this a different person that complimented person. me on my laugh? Oh, oh okay. She's she just loves- really into my laugh. Yeah. All yeah. right. I don't blame her. It's you enthusiastic. A, you have a radio laugh. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So... That's what I, I like your laugh too, buddy. Eh, Just so you know. It's kind of duddy. <laughs> it's okay. Duddy? Yeah. What a fuddy duddy. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's one, another one of those put downs we should leave out. Don't call people a fuddy duddy. Well, I think it's appropriate. <laughs> Working in a school, that might work. Um, okay. What did your mom say? What kind of feedback so, did you get? So, uh, let's see. I can't remember if I commented. It was Christmas Trees last week's episode. Yeah. Okay. My mom commented that she, in fact, did not take off every single ornament from the tree and re- put them back on. She simply rearranged where we would have left gaps or okay. if there's a certain ornament she thought needed to be front and center that we didn't put front and center. Sure. Those kind of things. Yeah. Um, that was her main one. I feel like there was. Oh, I feel like there was something else. I'm not gonna be able to come up with it, but that's okay because we have a really long. We do. We, we have do. a really long topic. Yeah. Um, um this week. <clears throat> I so, will say well, my quick primer combo. Yeah, yeah. We might go a little over thirty today because this. Hey, you're the one on the time frame here, yeah, so you I tell know, me. I know. So, um, I you were you were out of town, in which this sparked our conversation. Yes, today. my grandma, my grandma Jean. Uh, 96 years old. Yeah. And in memory care, she passed. Uh, and so my dad you know, and I... I'm sorry about that. I appreciate that. So my dad and I were in Ohio uh, the last few days for the funeral. And, um, you know, with COVID restrictions and stuff, it wasn't... Everyone didn't go. It was kind of a limited whatever. Yeah. And so I went to support my dad. And uh, we're, we, we flew there. And so... That is what led to our topic for today, right? Which wasn't even on our list. We've been keeping, right? Which led to my primer combo. Yes, we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about flying, basically airport and airplane etiquette, advice, tips for sanity, and then I have some stories from this most recent trip that I have to talk about. And we probably are not going to agree on this. Shockingly, it's possible. Yeah, sure. Because I am, I'm a very strict like airport. I do my thing. Um. You know, we don't have to agree on everything. No, I know. We don't. Yeah, we've, we've, yeah we don't. Uh, we've made and this that's clear. Okay. Yeah. Um, I hate so your you opinion were gone. on most things. You were gone. And <laughs> my, I was kidding on that one. You know, when you're gone, or Laura worries that, you know, wants Claire to, you know, be e- eating, essentially, which yes. I know you leave for More than just for... Chick-fil-A. No, I don't right. anymore. Oh. She wants to eat Chick-fil-A every meal. Oh. Well, I wish we would have had that. I about them a lot. So I, I made that, ramen. I hope she's okay with it. Yes. <laughs> they both. You made ramen. Yeah. Now, which was very nice of you. Which, I got I got pictures of the ramen. I was mad you guys were hanging out without me, but yeah. I understood. Which is interesting because you and Laura like ramen the same way, and Claire and I like it the same way. And we've just been eating it that way since we were kids. I have my ramen without any broth. See, I don't... Okay, how do how do I like... I'm, I don't really eat... She says you have it like soup. 
Like when you've well, made it, you eat it like a soup. When I've made ramen, it's only been like that twenty-five cent pack and well, the powder, the and I dump it in. Okay. Real. Well, you can get fancy ramen at a restaurant with a bunch no. of stuff in it, but, which is soup. But I simply follow the directions on the thing, and basically, it's it doesn't say to drain it. Oh, so it says that you're supposed to. It basically is like uh, chicken noodle soup. Okay, so Claire and I are actually the rebels here, having just noodles in a bowl. And yeah, every time she makes ramen, I see the strainer. I'm like, why was the strainer out? Oh, yeah, and then I, re- yeah. I realized, yeah. you know. Okay, so maybe we are in the wrong. I was thinking you guys were all in the wrong, but Claire and I could be the abnormal strainer people. And to be clear, I don't eat ramen anymore. I ate ramen. Are you, are you judging us? I No. Okay. You, you like ramen, that's fine. I ate ramen second semester of senior year of college when I was student teaching. And I was poor and had literally no money. So I would have two packs of ramen for lunch every day because that meant I was eating a 50-cent lunch. Mm. And I got them at uh, Sam's Club. So I... I that was probably cheaper. That was all... Yeah. I mean, that was all I could afford yeah. was ramen for lunch every day. And I remember the teacher I was student teaching under, yeah. she noticed this, that I ate ramen every day. And then there was like a burrito bar kind of thing. You know, you contribute 10 bucks and then for a lunch, everybody, you know whatever and she she treated me to the burrito bar because i wasn't going to do it because i've got my ramen and i'm trying to make good money choices being as i as, as i had none you know yeah um anyway it's ingrained in my mind so i don't eat ramen now it just made me think of it because i'm sure there are people who are going to probably get feedback on the ramen mm. I, mm-hmm. i'm probably in the wrong but i enjoy well, it strange. well when i was uh when i was in uh when i was in in sixth grade when we moved here i went to lindale elementary school um and it was a big deal that uh it i don't it wasn't technically ramen but it was like asian noodles with like the the, was it in the cup no it was in the bag but but these the kids would come to school and they would sell it you know like my brother used to sell candy bars and stuff at school they would they would sell it for like a buck for a pack and and people would eat it dry oh i remember that so you'd crunch it up and put the powder in and you'd eat it like chips almost and it wasn't technically ramen but it was the same kind of idea And I remember that, and I didn't realize until later, oh, people actually make this, like, soup and cook the noodles. Because it was, for us, it was always crunching through the dried noodles. Ooh. All right. That's enough ramen talk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you brought up the I know, ramen talk. I know, I know. Let's get, to the, let's get to the port. All right. We're talking about airplanes, airports, etiquette, advice, how to function in a society, basically. Yeah. Um, Kindergarten 101. So... Why don't I go through... I think you should just talk, and I'm just going to feed off you today. How's well, that? Well, what I was thinking was, I'll go through my some of my things that I do when I'm flying, ways that I... Um, Ways that I make it as stressless as possible, mm-hmm. ways that I... Um, Ways that I go about it, and I'll save the story of how this most recent trip went, because it's so ridiculous, maybe. And then we can kind of go from there. Okay. So, my goal when I am flying, and to be clear, I don't go on a lot of... If you were going on really long trips, it would be a different kind of situation. You said you're not a traveler. I'm not a traveler, so like my longest trip is like out to California to see my sister and her family. Mm, Okay. Um, So, you know, I've never been on a flight longer than two hours... Like in the air, mm-hmm. um, so I will preface that if you've got a like we're watching Ninety Day Fiance, they're talking about you know a twenty hour flight. I don't even know what you do on a twenty hour flight. That's insane to me. Yeah. Anyway, goals when flying. 
I want personal ease. I want ease for myself, for my things to be easily accessible, for, you know, just, I don't want to, I want easy, non-stress for myself, but I also want to make sure I am not inconveniencing others. Awareness. Awareness of those around me because it is very easy. Everybody when they're traveling has a certain amount of stress because you're kind of out of your normal whatever unless you're like a business person who's traveling all the time. Mm -hmm. It's like a a different kind of thing. And so some of these that you try to do don't work if others don't agree to the same kind of unwritten rules of society, which is another little little problem there. Um, And some of these things I do, I will say, you know, things can come back around. Like uh, on our first... We had connecting flights both times because Canton Akron is a very small little airport. Like, we got bumped up to first class because we're just sitting there, and I think the lady just thought we looked nice, and there was room. She bumped us up to first class because hmm. I don't rock the boat. I'm not causing trouble. I'm not complaining to anybody. Yeah. Um, another one is like, okay, there's a free row without anybody sitting in it. Sir, would you like to move to this free row? There's nobody in those seats. I would love to. Thank you very much. You know, those kind of things. Where if you're somebody who's constantly making issues on the plane. They're not you're not going to get those kind of things. So it's a little bit of paying it forward. Karma comes back around, that kind of stuff. Okay, so some of the things that I do. All my devices I'm going to need, plug them into charge the night before. So they are good to go, fully charged, ready to go. The next day, when I unplug them, all those chargers straight in the back, Mm -hmm. obviously. right? With the charger. Yes. Uh, I'm a big fan. I wasn't initially, but I am now. I'm a big fan of boarding pass on your phone whenever possible. Because I have my phone anyway, and I'm listening to something in my headphones, you know, I'm holding my phone nonstop no matter what, so if my boarding pass is on my phone and not on a piece of paper, I know I won't lose that little piece of paper. <clears throat> yeah. I'm sure you have an opinion on that. I do. Do, do you want to share it now? I know. You can get through your list, okay. and we'll just start at the top. All right. Fair enough. Um, I bring a, with the exception of when I'm going somewhere for longer and just I'm going to need more stuff, I always bring a carry-on that fits all of my things. I've got like a duffel bag, Mm -hmm. so it's soft and it fits under my seat in front of me. Mm -hmm. I never assume I'm going to have space in the overhead compartment. This helps because I'm never fighting people for that space. I'm not having trouble getting off the plane because i got to get to my stuff. I always have everything right at my fingertips if I forget like, oh my headphones are in my bag something like that also um oh my brain it just went it's gone okay so uh yeah so i make sure it fits under the seat i will gate check if possible because that is just easy i just get it right off the plane again you know and Mm -hmm. and i figure it's it's nice not to have to carry stuff um but i never want to assume that i'm gonna get that over oh i know what it was I'm much more relaxed going onto the plane knowing I don't have to hurry to fight for that overhead space. Mm. Because the reason people fight to get onto the plane sooner than other people is because they want that overhead space, Mm. has always been my theory. Yeah. Um, I'm also... um, I also make sure I'm always... If I'm watching something on the plane, I make sure I'm aware of what is on my screen. If there's a kid next to me, I'm not going to watch a rated R movie that has some inappropriate stuff on it, you know? Like, mm. I want to be aware of that and be conscious of that. I always have headphones on, which seems obvious, but I've had somebody listening, like, watching a TV show without headphones on a plane before. And that actually leads into flight attendants who do not enforce rules, rules, whether written or unwritten. Excuse me, sir, you need to have headphones on mm. 
which always kind of blows my mind. Yeah. Um, I do not recline my seat on a plane mm-hmm. because I'm going right into the business of the person behind me. And when somebody in front of me reclines the seat, it's incredible how close to your face they get. Yeah. Because there's no space to recline. I have a... I have a we'll, we'll give when it. I was in yeah. first class, there was nobody behind me on this most recent one. So I did recline. And yeah. it was lovely. But I'm not willing to inconvenience someone. Yeah. Or, you know, if I was really needing to, I might ask, like, excuse me, do you mind if I recline my seat? Yeah. But the chances they actually say, you know, they probably are going to say yes and not mean it, and then you're still inconveniencing them. I have a, I'll just dominate interrupt here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> the, the recline, I've always felt, I never recline my seat as well. I'm in agreement here. Never recline your seat. Even if the person in front of you reclines it, it annoys me. But I just think less of that person. Um, what you're saying is you will not recline to cancel out their recline because it's a domino effect now all the way back to plane. Correct. So, right. so I think there needs to be a rule. You, Everyone either reclines or everyone either doesn't recline. I've never understood why the reclining... Because it's not enough recline to make it fully comfortable. So why even <laughs> yeah. have the recline? Or just set it at a little bit of a recline on all... You know, This is on the airlines. Ron Popeil it. Set it and forget it. You like that? That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love using Ron Popeil as a verb for set it and forget yeah, it. Sure. Anyway. Um, everyone or no one, in my opinion. Right. And that's on the airline. Yes. They need to They need to fix that. Right. I mean, because there's a I'm lot the... of things they need to enforce, let's be clear. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the last one um, is when you are boarding the plane or deboarding the plane i believe the i believe it's deboarding i think i heard that? that term unboarding misboarding deboarding anyway when you're leaving the plane especially leaving the plane it is front row to back row one row at a time it is like kids getting off the bus for a field trip you go one row at a time if you're in the back row you have a longer wait to get off of the plane yeah and you are not pushing your way to the front because we are living in a society and the only exception is if you have a connecting flight and that plane's coming in late and you're talking five minutes to get to your next gate but you should be so apologetic as you're going down that line i'm so sorry i have a connecting flight in five minutes can i scooch by you i'm so sorry i feel horrible doing this i'm so sorry i'm so sorry over the top apologetic yep because then i know you are pushing by not because you're a real fuddy duddy, <laughs> but because you have a legitimate reason. Because if I have an hour layover and you're telling me you only have five minutes to get to your next flight, yeah. of course I'm not a horrible monster. I'm going to let you through, mm. right? Makes sense. Or yeah. if you're holding a little baby, I'm so sorry. She needs her diaper changed. Can I? Do you mind if I get off the plane so I can take care? I'm. Yeah, of course. You have a Go child. for it. Yeah. Thank you for using your words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the only other thing is just, you know, there's a lot of extra policies now because of COVID as yeah. well. Okay. So they're loading, and some of them I really like. For example, they call by row, back row first. So they're calling by row so that there's less people crossing by each other. Okay. So as opposed to zones, we yeah, opinions yeah. aside, yeah. I like the fact that it's just when my row is called, I know I'm going, and I it's less wondering about when it's my turn to go, and the whole zone thing seems strange, like yeah, um, because I typically don't mind being the last one on the uh, on, on the plane. plane. Um, so there were some of those kind of things. Um, uh, 
another one would be like the the food stuff that they give you. It's a lot simpler now. They just hand you like a little bottle of water. There's no pouring of anything. You're less likely to spill. That's all oh, COVID based. Terrible. Huh? I know. And the, the the tray. It is not so. They need to have really a, a hole. They need to have a full-on hole in the tray yeah. so that the thing goes through and catches. And then with turbulence, it doesn't spill. Because that little dip that you put your doesn't cup in, it. no, it's not keeping it from going yeah. anywhere. So these are some of the things that I do to uh, keep myself sane. And and there's more than this. Like, like my dad, once we're through... Uh, like before we go through security, he takes his wallet, his phone, everything out of his pockets that you got to put in the tray. He puts them all in his carry-on bag. And then he has nothing to dig out and put in the tray. It's all just in his bag contained. Mm. I love that strategy. I don't do it, but I do like it. I also don't tie, I don't tie my shoes anyway, full disclosure, yeah. but I don't, would never wear tied shoes to go on a flight either. Cause I want to slip them off, slip them on because you have to take off your shoes. Um, you don't want a complicated belt. Because you have to take off, you know, if you're fancy, you might have yeah. a complicated belt. Yeah, yeah. I want a simple belt because I got to take it off. You're saying, the so you sh- you're just saying simplify everything. Think simplify about the process. Simplify everything. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, all right. So you want to you want to touch on any the of top. Those? Hit me with the top. What was the first one? I had um, so charging your devices. Oh, totally. Uh, like people that charge their devices at the airport. Like, okay, maybe you've been on the plane. Maybe whatever. I get that. And usually I just charge, if there's a charger available, I have my stuff plugged in, because I have a fear that we're going to be stranded somewhere and I won't have stuff charged. Oh, and I don't have that fear, but everything's always charged beforehand for me. Um, But people who just, like, monopolize the chargers, Mm -hmm. a mess. Somebody told me, this is a little conspiracy theorist, but somebody, somebody told me one time that if you plug your phone into the charger... They can take data off of your phone. The, now that always the airport, fit, yeah, can yeah, like the keep people who own those plugs. Now, really, and why does the airport want <laughs> your know. data? I don't know. I've just this huh. was told to me. So like, it's maybe an irrational fear, but I try my best not to plug. You just always that. think about it a little <laughs> yeah, bit. I'm like, right? What are they going to take from my phone? There's nothing on my phone. You can have a couple of recipes, but. <laughs> yeah. A picture of my dog. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Take that. Um, <laughs> Anyway, that just was an irrational fear. Uh, one thing I will say, have you ever seen the movie Snakes on a Plane? <laughs> Probably. Okay, so people who don't know, I actually had pet snakes growing up. I had six snakes when I, all the way through college. My my last snake I got when I was in third grade just died a few years yeah. ago. Jessie, she was yeah. 26. So snakes on a plane, for somebody who grew up having snakes, it's hilarious because there's so many incorrect snake have you seen it? things. Of course I have. There's just so many incorrect snake things. So, yes. When I, when I fly, <laughs> I have also have an irrational fear that I kind of need to be conscious of my ankles. Like, I don't, I, my feet need to be kind of off the, like, maybe on my bag. I, I don't know what it is. But that movie really messed because with Because if mind. there's a snake on the plane... They're going for your ankles. Yeah, just mine. Nobody I'm surprised you don't wear like a crocodile Dundee like style cowboy boots. Cowboy boots. Uh, that kind of goes along with that comfort thing. Mm, mm-hmm. um, so, you know, I was listening to a podcast actually within the last week. Somebody was talking about flying and they were talking about the middle seat. Um, and they were saying, and I kind of like this. They were saying if you're in the middle seat, you lose all you just get nothing. You have no rights basically, to anything. Yeah, basically yeah. keep your arms inside the armrest. You don't get an armrest in the middle seat. And you better not move. You better not even move a muscle and disturb the aisle or the window. Because 
Are you an aisle guy or a, or a window guy? Um, I am a... I like the window. I'm an aisle guy. because the aisle. Because we it, would be great together. If I, yeah, we're a perfect match. If I have to use the restroom on a plane, I don't want to have to cross... So I use the... I You know, I, I go to the bathroom a lot. And mm. so if I have to pee, I don't want to have to wait to leave. I want to just be able to freely go. Because I also don't like the feeling of I'm walking to the bathroom, somebody else stands up, now they've cut me off, and now I have to stand over there and wait, and they don't want people gathering at the bathrooms. Oh, yeah. So I like being on the aisle so I can easily get out. Um, but the other thing for not inconveniencing other people, since you said that, I think if you're on the window... You should be given a slight lean to the window. Yeah, oh yeah. And if you're on the aisle, you're given a slight lean to the aisle. Although I got smacked in the head by the cart yeah. on this most recent one okay. because they weren't careful enough. Yeah. Whole other thing. And then you know because the middle does have less oh. available space, and it's the worst when you're in the middle and you have to have your arms crossed up like this because both rests yeah. are taken. I I, I just. I don't like middle seat people. Sorry if you like that. And then in any of those seats, you get somebody who's a little bit of a larger human, and now all of a sudden, the space is even more in dispute, and it's it's hard, because yeah. I don't want to be in anybody's business, but on the other hand, oh, I want to be comfortable. It's probably on the airlines. You know? They should just take that middle seat out. Well, they well they should, and I was surprised during COVID that they, they, they can cra- you know that they can cram people in there. I yeah. kind of assumed there'd be a space in between, but there is not. But topic whole, yeah, topic for thing. another day. How yeah. about how about uh, boarding boarding oh. pass on the phone? Oh, you're not a boarding pass on the phone person. Of course I am. Oh, they you, should just get rid of paper oh, altogether. So, so you're you were giving me that look because you can't believe there's even another option. I've been doing boarding pass on the phone <laughs> since they allowed boarding pass on the phone. I mean, we talked about paying your bills, sending a check through the mail. You're yeah. probably surprised I even like having the boarding pass on the phone. Yeah, because I, I just assume I, that's well, how I, everyone does it. I flipped on it yeah. at one point. I changed because yeah. you're right. I was paper, but on your phone, on your phone. What if your phone dies? Now you yeah. don't have your pass. You can't fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I even go so far as to take a picture of my boarding pass, mm. like a screenshot, so that I don't even have to go into the app. Ooh, I just have the picture. That's smart. You know? I like that. And then that. they just scan the QR code. That's, and that's good advice, too. Yeah. That's really good advice. And that way, like, let's say you don't have service for some reason. And you sure. Can't the app. That's a good point. Yeah. I feel like, I, I feel like I've done that yeah. once or twice, but I never consciously there must have been a reason i feel like there's maybe one time where it wasn't loading i was like oh this is a nightmare because then you're up there and you can't whatever so okay so some things you talked about so when and i this just made me think about it when you when when i go to the airport um are you like a two hour before like you like to be there with enough time oh i've gone more than that okay i i've gone if i have a flight at let's say six on a school day you know like i've had well, it would have been later, but I've had I've had Christian, my coworker, I've had him take me to the airport, and I'm there four or five hours early because I figure, why not? Why go home? Like, just, you know, leave school. I have my stuff already. I'll go straight there. He's my ride. I don't have another easily accessible ride, and he's willing to do it because we're already there. Yeah. So I've gone. I've gone very early. Okay. But at least is, at least two hours. I This is where we differ. Running through the airport is well, like my nightmare. My nightmare. <laughs> have you ever had to run through an airport? Have I? Come on, do you know me? Yes, of course I have. And I'm fast, so I get there. <laughs> well, I have one time. It was for a connecting flight, and uh, my brother and sister-in-law and their baby were with us. Well, it's like Kona's in the same room with us. I bet this mic's picking her up. <laughs> oh, good. Clearly um, not happy. 
But uh, so I have had to run through the airport, and because one of them had a stroller and the other had a baby, yeah, I'm the least in shape out of all of them, and I'm jogging through the airport. Yeah, I did get compliments as I went because I had my shirt that said "Real Men Watch The Bachelor," so that was actually kind of oh. fun. But uh, but I get to the plane and I'm begging them to wait until my the rest of my family's there. But running through the airport, horrible. Okay, so. I am like a go to the airport in the. I, mean, I want to be at the airport for the least amount of time. That's how I. That's how I roll. Interesting. Okay. And I thought that I was, um, you know, like that it was bad for me. <clears throat> My wife is worse than me. She is even later than I am. So t- together, like, there have been times where I drop her at the airport and I have to go return the car and she's checking us in and I'm on the shuttle. This happened one time in particular. We were coming back from spring break. It might have been two years ago, actually. And we had um, we had 25 minutes to get through security. And we were like, oh, there's not going to be a line. Whatever. There's a line. So you talk about people over-asking to get through things. We skipped the entire line because we said our flight was in 20 minutes. So we're like, oh, my gosh, we're so sorry. We're like, can we budge ahead of you? Like, all this stuff. Here's what happened, though. You just negotiated your I way negotiated, down the Yeah, all the way through it, yeah. Here's the problem. When we got there, the flight was a little bit late, which they didn't tell us, and there were people that we passed at our gate. Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, I'm laughing the whole way through because I negotiated my way through, but... Um, but that's the whole thing. You never know how long the line is going to be. Yeah. The only thing I know for sure about how much, how long it's going to take me to get through a line is that the Canton-Akron Airport will never have a single human being in, in line. the line for security. Sure. Literally, you'll walk straight up. And they have 15 TSA people on staff, and there's no one in security at all. Okay. That's good the only to, thing I know. know. But any other airport, it's like, it, it could be... Although the la- the Minneapolis airport, last time there was a line that was so long it was like past their normal turnstile thing yeah. and down the hall thing. They actually move people through pretty they quick. Do. I was pretty I efficient. was surprised. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm we're runners. I'm a runner in the airport. I want to be sprinting. Basically, I don't want to spend any time at the airport because I cannot stand people. That's my problem. See, I don't want to be yeah. around these people because they honestly they disgust me. But oh, and, like I just like the things they do, the what lack of awareness. Nutty. Yeah, the lack of awareness for others. Though, like walking around not knowing where you where your body is in space. You know what I'm saying? Like have, that's like those so, are the things. Walking that behind someone who stops on a dime with no recollection of the fact that there's a whole crowd of people trying to walk behind them. And, Correct. And now I'm in. Now I'm trying to not run them over when it would have been their fault. Right. You're like dodging out. See, of the and way. I like the people watching, so I'm a little bit at the opposite. On okay. That. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I'm a I'm a last minute. Uh, whatever. I want to. I don't. I don't want to be at the airport. Is what I'm saying. Um, how about ca- how about carry on versus um, oh. checking a bag? Okay, so I have a new suitcase I got a few years ago when I went to Europe, and because I needed it to be small enough that I didn't want to lug it around Europe, mm-hmm. but also um, big enough that whatever cram as so much it, stuff it as you can. Technically, fits in the carry on thing. Mm-hmm. I don't like putting it overhead, but I always bring it through in hopes that they'll just gate check it. Because that's the best option. Because I don't want to pay twenty five dollars. Well, right. I'm too cheap for that, or thirty, whatever it is now. So I bring that, and I bring a backpack. I always have a backpack, not a duffel, because backpacks are easier to carry. 
Well, that's what that's what I do if I know I'm checking a bag. Like yeah. if I'm going to California for like two weeks, sure. then I know for sure. Yeah. Um, but here's I think the airlines have it wrong. I think what they need to do is they need to charge for carry-ons yeah. and free checking the bag because that would eliminate the crowdedness of because the whole thing with people on the plane with the carry-ons is they're trying to be cheap so they're bringing on more that they're allowed to yeah. and the space on the plane i don't know what the space underneath the plane where you're putting all the bags yeah. that are being checked but my guess is there's unlimited space down there because you can check um, as much i mean it's got to be a big about, space i think it's less about space and actually more about weight hmm. like the weight of the plane Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's when you limit people, the charging actually is trying to limit people from having too much weight on the plane. And people in 2021 are heavier than they used to be, so they probably have to account for that. But I think they just, well, true, but I think they just need to charge for checking a bag, or for, for carrying on a bag. Because the the amount of carry-on people try to get away with is ridiculous. And I've had people give me a look at my duffel bag and give me a look like, boy, that's a big bag you're bringing on. It fits under my seat. Like, it squishes. These these rock-hard suitcases with the yeah. wheels, yeah. they have no give to them. There's no way that's going to fit under your seat. Now you have to have an overhead compartment. Yeah. And some of these planes, like the Puddle Jumpers, where I'm going from Chicago to, yeah. to Akron-Canton, and that's a tiny plane, the, the overhead compartments are even tiny. Yeah. So where are you putting your, your stuff? I don't yeah. know. You got to check it at the gate. Yep. Anyway, I'm always trying to check it at the gate because it's free. Um Anyway, what was next on this? Um, being aware of your on your screen and wearing headphones. Oh, okay, so the headphones thing, like that's it's such common sense to can, not have. They're a dollar. I honestly, if somebody needs headphones, I will buy you headphones on the plane. They're a dollar. Um, that's I like just to avoid that. Hey, give them one. I don't care. Um, what's on my screen? Eh, I don't really care. I'm on. We work with kids who are teachers. I'm so conscious of what I do all day at work every day. In the real world, I do my best, but you know what? If a kid's sitting next to me and I want to watch an action film, kid's going to see some action. They can watch Bob the Builder next to me, and I'm going to watch my action flick. All Don't look I, at my screen. All I know is I was watching Fight Club because I was trying to give it another chance because I'm not a big fan of Fight Club, so I tried it. And all of a sudden, there's nudity on the screen, and I didn't even have anybody near me except for my dad, and I'm tilting my screen back thinking I don't need to have this projected to anybody who might be around me that might be offended because oh. i'm just trying to avoid it not yeah, you know that, yeah, makes, that makes sense i'm just and uh, it's through the united app like it was yeah. it was there approved whatever yeah but i think they also have a thing on there be aware of who's around you so i don't i don't oh. blame them on that and in mine i'm saying don't look at my screen you got your own screen look at your own screen that's just my own policy by the way my dad brings nothing to do on the plane he oh, sits and that. he stares no yeah. no book no magazine no headphones he sits and he stares, falls asleep a little bit, but he's like, did, you didn't watch Seinfeld, that was before your time. Yeah. A David Putty, like Elaine breaks up with him because she's like, you're you're not going to bring anything to do on the plane? Yeah. You're just going to stare? Yeah. I can't take this anymore, we're breaking <laughs> up, like because she's so annoyed that he doesn't yeah. have anything to do. I, that annoys me. Yeah. Also, I, have, I bring a lot of things because I have pretty severe ADD let's be real um so I go through a variety of activities it takes me a while I do my best to pre-pick my movie if like I know I'm gonna go on a I'll see what's on the app mm -hmm. before I go so I'm not spending time that in that case I don't do a lot but I like to 
tinker or whatever, so I'll have the movie on and I'll be doing something else because so I do my best not to disturb the person next to me while I'm doing my other things. You know what I'm saying? Um finally and then i'll get into my story yeah. from this trip um do and we can wrap up there because we're already going long and yeah. it's almost noon i it's hope okay. i'm not screwing you up um w- if there are people pushing their way to the front who are not uh waiting their turn yeah are you someone who will speak up and say something to them um no i silently judge them okay. um and because it's not worth getting in a fight about basically. no the only time i i was thinking about the only time i probably would say something is if somebody looked at me for what i was carrying on like when you said look at your i would that's where i'd be like do we have a problem but I, <laughs> but but i like encourage that because i would like to you know i think confrontation helps weed out some of the inappropriate behavior um but I'll silently judge on that one, just as I'm sure people silently judge me for sneaking ahead and negotiating my way through. And I, as a teacher, I, I'm constantly, every interaction I have, I'm constantly trying to think, okay, what if my students were watching me during this interaction? Would I be proud of how I uh, how I conducted myself? And I'll be honest, taking the high road gets real old. Real old. I want to tell people off a lot of the time, and I'm just always taking the high road thinking, what if somebody recorded me and then my kids saw it? And now my saying to them, you know, we treat people nicely. Well, now all of a sudden that's out out the window. So it, it forces me to kind of be, and that might be good advice for people, is just like picture somebody in your life who you want to hold you to a higher standard if you have kids or nieces or nephews or, or yeah. students or people you volunteer with. Pretend they're standing right there, and maybe that'll help you be nicer to random strangers. Yeah. But it's tough sometimes. It is tough. And I'll get to that in my story. Hit us with a story. All right. So there was a large group of people going into this, going on to this uh, flight. This was the last flight to get home. It was the, the flight from Chicago to Minneapolis. And there was a large group of people who seemed like they were not going to be following the rules for whatever reason. So the policy is calling them row by row, and the these folks all just went. And I know they just went because they were all on the plane in seats closer than mine when I got on. Yeah, right? you're a rule follower. I'm a rule follower, but again, COVID policy, these things are supposed to be keeping people safe. Yeah. Why are the flight attendants not saying, excuse me, it's not your turn right. yet, you yeah. know, like enforce yeah. the rules. So bags were getting tagged because there, it was a full flight and there wasn't room above the, uh, above sure. the, in the overhead compartments. So they were tagging a bunch of bags and, and they're running, they're running back and forth, printing the tags. What's your name and seat number? What's your name and seat number? Going, okay, what's yours? And we're, so wait, we're waiting in the tube to get into the, into the plane. And I'm watching this happen. I said, can I, mine fits under my seat. So can I just go? And she goes, yeah, go ahead. So I go on to the plane. I get to my spot. My dad is already sitting on the other side of the aisle from me. We had, we both had aisle seats across from each other. Okay. And he gives me a look and I look and in front of my seat, under the seat was, were shoes and a leg brace on the space in front of my seat. And in my row, there were three seats. The middle seat was not yet taken, and there was a guy on the window. Now, I'm looking at those braces, and I'm kind of using my deductive reasoning, and I figure out the guy sitting in front of me has his leg brace and shoes under his seat instead of in the space in front of his seat, which was empty. So I'm like, okay, this is weird. So I lean forward, and I said, excuse me, sir, would you, could you move your, your um, 
shoes and it looks like this is your shoes and leg brace. Would you mind moving them to the front so that I could put my bag under my seat? And he kind of looked at me and he didn't really respond. There was not a lot of back and forth. So let me, let me just get a picture here. Yes. Where your legs were going, there was going to be something. Where my legs were going, which is where my bag should have been going, his the guy who was sitting above it, that's where his stuff was. Okay. okay. So I simply leaned forward. Excuse me, sir. Would you mind moving your things in front of your seat? Because I need to put my bag in. And he didn't really acknowledge me. I get the feeling there was a lack of English there, which may have been part of the problem. Okay. But no matter what, he wasn't he wasn't getting what I was throwing down. Okay. So I'm kind of just, I'm kind of looking around like, well, what do I do here? So the guy next to me, or the guy that's, you know, on the window in my row, he goes, well, why don't you just put it here, man? Just right in the middle. Not I said, the point. I said, but the person who's going to be sitting in that seat needs that space. So that doesn't solve the problem. And sure enough, when she got there, she put her bag under her in front of her seat. And then he had another suggestion, which I can't remember what it was. He said, well, why don't you just do blank? Probably put it up top. Uh, maybe he said put it up top, but, and I was like, but, but it fits under the seat. The top is all full. That's why I bring this bag, because it fits under the seat. But, you know, the guy was trying to help. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But I'm thinking, okay, what do I do here? So the flight attendant walks up, and she says, what's, is there, what's going on? Is there a problem? I said, well, this gentleman's things are underneath where I need to put my bag, and, and his shoes and brace are down there, and I can't put my bag. Oh, okay. So then she takes his cane that's in front of him and says, sir, I'm going to have to put this up above. And she takes time and gets it up above and then walks away. I'm still standing there with my bag, not able to do anything. So then she goes down and comes back. And, and I'm one of the last people on the plane. So there aren't many more people coming on. I'm kind of standing there like, wow, I'm holding things up. And I don't like being an inconvenience to other people, even though this wasn't my fault. She comes back. So she goes, what's the problem? I said, there's still stuff under this seat. I can't put my thing. She goes, oh, that. Yeah, I didn't see that. Okay, so let's see what we can do. She didn't say one word to the guy whose stuff it was. She starts moving stuff around in the overhead bins. Okay. And she points up. She goes, she goes, well, will your bag fit there? I look up. It's literally a full overhead compartment without one inch of space. And she's pointing to it saying, will your bag fit there? And I just blinked like we do at each other yeah. sometimes. Go, 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 go. I said, no, I don't think it will fit there. <laughs> <laughs> just with the straightest face I could. So she starts moving things around. No. And, no. and she frees a space for my bag to go no. in. No. Now, at the end of the flight, spoiler alert, there was a guy who was trying to get out who couldn't find his bag because she had moved a bunch of stuff around and he wasn't paying attention, so he couldn't find his bag then. So anyway, my bag's now up above. I had to take an extra minute to dig my my iPad out of there because I was planning on having my bag on the, in front of me, oh. right? So... <laughs> Yeah, so I'm finally, this far you've kept your calm because I would have lost it. Oh, I, contrary to popular belief, I have a lot of patience. Yeah, I have a lot of patience, um, because I I choose. Okay, here's some good life advice. I choose to just think this is going to make for such a funny story later that I just need to just smile in my head thinking how great the story will be to tell. That's what I tell myself in these situations, and okay. so I don't get mad. My brother, on the other hand, he has yelled at a woman trying to cut to the front of the plane early, and he's yelled at her, have you ever been on a plane before? This oh, is how society that. works. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I didn't know. He's like, you didn't know? You never flown before? This is like, you know, a 60-year-old woman. It's not her first rodeo, whatever. Yeah. Not elderly, like you shouldn't be yelling at her. He shouldn't have yelled at her. 
But oh, anyway, anyway. I think he should have. <laughs> this is where we differ. Anyway, so, so finally I sit down. Now there's more confusion behind me because two people come in after me and they their two seats they thought they should sit together and the two seats weren't together but we're supposed to sit together. Well, but I'm supposed to Okay, sir, will you move here? But this is my seat and a lot of that stuff oh and finally God. somebody just goes, "I'll just move over one. They can have these two next to each other." Like somebody has to compromise yeah. and take one for the team at some point. There was also an issue with the uh, with the safety row, the fire safety row, mm-hmm. like the evacuation row. Because if you can't acknowledge that you can do it with a yes, and I've been on plenty of flights where the person sitting in that row doesn't speak English, yeah. so they can't acknowledge that they can help they people, and they have to move, but they don't understand that they're supposed to be moving, which is just a very sad situation. And I'm always going, put me in that row, because yeah. I will dominate that leadership position if... if Stuff goes down. And there's more space. Yeah, and there's more space. Okay. So, finally, everybody's seated. Everybody's ready to go, okay? There are people talking on their phone as the plane starts moving. The flight attendant goes, you can't have your phone on. You have to put it on airplane mode. So, there were several of those. Airplane mode, I don't know how much of a scam it really is. But if they tell me to put it in airplane mode, I'm putting it in airplane mode. Rule follower. Rule follower. Okay. So, the guy in front of me with the leg brace... He leaves to go to the restroom. This guy, I find out later, he's in a wheelchair when he gets off of the plane. So I don't know what the leg brace accomplished or why it was off. Maybe it was a comfort thing. But he walked to the bathroom. We're talking 10 rows. He was he could barely make it. He's grabbing every seat along the way and smacking every person in the head with his elbows as he's going because he needs so much support getting up to that bathroom. He took a long time in the bathroom. There were people that were upset about that as they're waiting. So, you know, this is now the planes in the air, obviously. All the way back, smacking people in the head because he can't get a good grip. And I'm just like, this needed to be somebody. Like, this should have been, he should have been in the front row so he didn't have to go this far. Like, something should have been figured out. Okay. Then he gets back to me. And he takes his jacket and puts it over the back of the seat so now his hood is in my face. No. And he looks at me. It's not in my face, but it's over the back of the seat. Like, if I was going to lean forward, I don't want to put my face on his hood, you know? So I, so he looks at me, and he doesn't say much. He just goes, eh. I kind of get the feeling. He's asking me if it's okay if I if his jacket's hanging there. Well, of course you said I'm, yes. I would be yeah, like, Yeah, no. that's fine. I gave him a thumbs up, and, you know, whatever. Because Is there a screen on the back of your seat? A sc- no, there wasn't a screen. Okay. No, this was, it, was person- it was personal device movies okay. that were available. So his jacket's now over my seat. Um, another thing is my dad tells me that the guy next to him pulled his mask down to blow his nose in the middle of the flight all over the place. So again, like, how concerned about COVID guidelines are we? Because you would think blowing your nose when you're one foot in each direction from another human being would be frowned upon. Okay, so then the plane lands. The, this group of people that had such a rush to get onto the plane... Now they're having a rush to get off the plane. So the plane, as soon as it stops moving, the guy that's in the middle seat next to my dad stands up and says, hey, can I get out? And my dad looks at him and says, you want to get out now? Yeah, I need to get out. And my dad, also not trying to cause a ruckus, just goes, okay. And he stands up, lets this guy out, and then sits back down. Now this guy's standing in the aisle. Everybody in this group is now standing up, getting into the aisle. And they're starting to force their way out. Mm. I'm sitting there going, 
Oh my goodness gracious. Like where, what is going on right now? So the guy that is next to the, the guy on the window in my row that was trying to give me advice earlier, he goes, Hey, come on. You guys got to wait. We got, you got to wait your turn. There's a, there's a, there's a wait. There's a, you know, an order. there's an order. You wait. The front goes first and you wait your turn and everybody ignored him. And I'm thinking, good for you for speaking up. You know, he didn't swear. He was being very assertive, whatever. Now, the problem is that 10 seconds after he said that, he goes, well, let me out. If they're going first, then I'm not going to be left behind. I got places <laughs> to be too. And then he says, let me out. And now the girl that's next to me and me, and we had to now get out. So now he's one of the people in the aisle. Now I'm like up in my dad's business because all these folks are standing up all around us trying to force their way out. And I'm standing in the aisle purposefully not letting people behind me out, right? They're yeah. trying to get their bags from overhead. And I'm like literally have my hands up here trying to make sure this bag, this guy's trying to kind of half pull out with like his hand, arm back this way, doesn't smack my dad in the skull, right? Oh, I'm not going to hit you. Don't worry. I'm thinking, yeah, well, you should still be in your seat because just a second ago you were right. preaching that. Yeah. So... <laughs> So we're all going out. So I get out and I'm waiting out there for my dad and everybody in this group all comes out first, even though they were all behind him. And finally he comes out and he goes, I just had 25 people walk by me and not let me out as I'm standing there waiting to get out. Just oblivious to the fact there were people in front of them that wanted to get out. So... That brings me to, I guess, the silver lining of this, which I was shocked by. We got to baggage claim because my dad had had gate checked his bag, but in this case, gate check yeah, went to went baggage. to the baggage claim, mm -hmm. which it doesn't always. And have you ever been a baggage claim where everybody's standing right up against the turnstile, mm -hmm. waiting for their bag? And then if you're standing back and you see yours, you have to like push your way through. Excuse me, excuse me, I see my bag. What needs to happen is everybody stands 10 feet back, watches with your eyeballs for your bag, and then there's room for you to get up and get your bag when there's, you know, when there's space. So in this situation, I couldn't believe it, but everybody from our flight was standing 6 to 10 feet back. Nobody was right up on the thing, and so when my dad saw his bag, he could grab it. But it was one of the more, it was one of the more ridiculous, uh, plain situations I've ever had, and I'm just, I'm just like watching shaking my head going i can't i just can't believe this is even happening right now but it's good advice to stay patient to just think what a great story this is going to be that is good advice i will tell you i would not have that same patience oh you would have lost it and i would lose it on people and i would do it in a sarcastic way that would probably offend them and it's not because i'm a mean person it's just because while i don't expect much from people it makes me very mad when there is no self-awareness so from all of this, if I can share one piece of advice, look at what you're doing and please have self-awareness when you're at the airport or just in public, but especially at the airport. If what you're doing would annoy you if someone else did it, don't do it. That's how I look at things. So that's my advice from this entire process. But... <laughs> Many of these things are, are fun. And I saved this story to tell you until this moment. I did not tell you this ahead of time. My hands have been in my head has been in my hands for a lot of this story because it makes me uncomfortable because oh my gosh, I would have said so many things. Was the group of people together? Yes. 
They weren't sitting together, but they were together. Oh my goodness. 25 people together? I would have just yelled at all of them. It was it was a lot. You know who's getting kicked off an airplane? Zach, for trying to keep <laughs> people in order. The other thing about speaking up in these kind of situations, I trust myself to, like like I did with the guy in front of me, and say, excuse me, could you mind da-da-da-da? But I, on, there's a lot of times where I don't even say anything in a respectful way because I'm very worried that the reaction I'm going to get back is going to be snotty and it's going to push me now into being snotty back and i'm not trying to and i'm not trying to do that so it's tough that is tough um so uh, we're so what we're preaching is for your own sanity is the the planning yeah we can talk about have a plan and have an yeah we can get into detail about packing i have some opinions about that but you know have a plan for you know charging your stuff having your things easily accessible timing of getting there and being able to not stress about it Within, within reason, within reason. Um, and then just be aware of other people around you and how you're um, how you're coming across and what you know what you wouldn't want to experience from someone else on the plane just yeah. try to keep that in mind try to keep that in mind i will say for those people who have children because i know this is a big thing for you and we didn't really talk about that i have so much patience for people with families yeah, and traveling children. with children looks horrible horrible horrible, horrible. i'm never mad at you I want all of you to know right. that. You know who I'm mad at? The adults who don't have children who act like children. I've seen people, you know, and it's and a little just a little gesture can go a long way yeah. too. Like like I've seen people that have gone. I've seen people that have gone on a plane with little kids who they know are going to cry and make noise and it's going to be annoying. And I've seen them like be prepared with like five dollar Dunkin' Donuts cards. Like, thanks for putting up with us. Here's a Dunkin' Donuts card. Wow. I've seen that before. And that's the kind of thing that I feel like is just such great parental planning ahead where if you know you're going to annoy somebody, just a little gesture like that because... here's here's a coffee card. Because for me, even just somebody saying, I'm so sorry, I know they were really loud, my reaction is, it's totally fine, I understand. Guess what? My noise, my headphones noise canceled. But so. if you don't, if you don't make that gesture, then I'm still annoyed. But that all I need is the gesture. Personally, yeah. a also, little thank you goes a long way. Yeah, for you know? me, the kids don't really do anything. It is the, it is the adults. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that was our full episode today. We Sorry, went very long. Fifty-four minutes. That's long. I know. Yeah, we should have we should have cut out the preamble today, but that's okay. We had a lot to talk about, and we still have to talk Mighty Ducks. We'll do that next. Oh, time. we'll do that next time. Uh, Newsflash! But my trip it's a TV this, show. Yeah, not a movie. I oh, was wrong. Interesting. So I don't even know how to feel about that. Yeah, we'll know. we'll dissect it later. Yeah. All right. This has been Dominate Day to Day. That's with a two. I'm two. Ralph and I'm Zach, and we really appreciate you listening. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. We'll see you next week. Go Bucks.